very warm welcome to the Really Bad Mental Health Podcast. This is season two, episode... 23. No, 23. No. Well, it's 23 overall, but I don't know if it is. Is it seven? Is it seven? Is it seven? Is it seven? I'm, um, yeah, good. Yes, boy. Not just yeah, good. Not just yeah, good. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. I've got sticky fingers, but we'll get to that in a minute. Wow. Lisa, let's move along. My fingers aren't sticky. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in a better place than I have been for a while. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. And you how say? are you? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Standard. Busy. Good. Love and life. Life is good, man, isn't it? Life is good. It's wet again. Yes, it is very wet. I'm it's sad. been we've summer had a summer Zoom. break, an yeah, unadvertised summer break, yeah. and we're back. Yeah. I haven't had a summer break. I oh, have. you haven't had a holiday though. Well, I had a week off work. Yeah, but, but yeah, you've been away. I have been away. Yeah, producer David's been away. Producer David has been away. Um, so they've had a lovely break. We've just been grafting, Lisa. Yeah, oh, yeah. working. Here we go. Working nine to five, oh, seven thirty to five thirty. <laughs> in my case, yeah. doesn't quite work. Flexi hours. That's what I do. <laughs> so um, Dolly Parton had a better shift than me. She did have a better yeah. shift than me. Didn't we sign off with Dolly Parton? Yeah, last we time? did. Yeah. Well, it was that long ago that I can't remember. It was the 13th of July, the last time yeah. we recorded a podcast. And then we thought, right, we had on the 15th, we had the... Some of all. We did. And then we thought we'll record an episode straight after that. And here we are on the 28th of August. <laughs> straight, straight after. after. Yeah. The 15th of July. It was, um, we just didn't have time, did we? We no. wanted to sit down and record a podcast, but everyone was away. It just didn't work. I've been to Canada twice. You've been to... France. PD, where you been? Norfolk. 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 Fantastic. I'm Fantastic. going to Venice soon. You are going to Venice soon. Yeah. I'm going to um, Tenerife soon. Ooh, nice. Mm. Here's a joke about 11 Tenerife. I could sit in no, our space. It. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Right, Harv, tell me why you have sticky fingers. <clears throat> I have sticky fingers because I am currently, well, I was just eating a cake and I'm going to resume eating the cake in a minute when I get a moment's break uh, because we have some cakes in front of us that were donated. This is our first kind of sponsorship. Wow, this is an epic moment. Made it. We, this is an epic moment that the Really Bad Mental Health podcast has our first sponsor. Woo-hoo! It is Ace Bakes. I'm going to read the note that's on the box, on the box of goodies. It says, this is a box of goodies to say well done for everything so far. There we go. It's very kind. Great for the mind, not so much for the waste. That is true. And we've got a cookie monster, a red velvet, a kinder, a caramel freddo, a milky bar and a biscoff. And Ooh. oh my god, are they good? We had a, a PD can't speak right now because he's just stuffed a bit of Kinder in his mouth. We've had a little try of these, and I'll tell you what, they are bang on. Aren't what they? was your favourite? I think my favourite was the Cookie Monster. House. Ah, uh, Biscoff. Mm. What are you going for, Lee? Kinder. What about you, PD? I don't think you got through all of them. Yeah. <laughs> She's still just trying a bit of each. But a big, big thank you to Alex, who runs Ace Does Bakes. He, um, he's he been following us from day one. He's bought lots of cool stuff. And he has started up his own bakery business. So we are going to prom- promote him big style and get onto his Instagram, Ace Does Bakes. Get yourself some stuff ordered. They are delicious. And... If you're listening to this and you think you want us to talk about you, I like it. Send us something to eat. 
or drink that's not alcoholic or wear that's really cool or drive yeah. or fly so this is a shout out to the Mercedes dealership in Salisbury <laughs> and I noticed when I drove past I know yesterday listening. on the way to Paulton's Park I hope you're listening as well <laughs> there was um, there was a black Mercedes G-Wagon outside the dealership just saying 122k I would, I'd have that if you want me to drive it, even if it's for, for a week. You know, I'm open to uh, suggestions. There we go. Or, or other things. Yeah. And Portons Park, if you want to refund me the ticket price for yesterday, which was freaking expensive. But oh my God, Did what you have a good, good time? Day. It was amazing. I would say to anyone who've got kids of all ages, I suppose, to go to Portons Park. It was expensive, but it was a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone remembers that advert. Um and the food was good. The queues were minimal. We rode on some pretty cool rides. Definitely go. So there you go. Good. Excellent. So last time I got on our notes, last week's episode. Mm. So last week, how did we get on, Lise? <laughs> um, wow. It was quite a while ago, but it was a good episode. We talked about mental health in the workplace, which was interesting. We had different views on that, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we did. So how... How have we? I don't know. We've got anything to add to that now? Um, I think the takeaway from it was businesses should look after people's mental yeah. health yeah. more yeah. because it would make a healthier and happier yes. workforce, and you wouldn't lose so much money. True that. Due True to Ill that. Mental, mental health. Yeah. I think you were going to go back to your business, weren't you, Lisa? I was. Say to them. <clears throat> but Did that you? hasn't happened. No. <laughs> Get that to myself. Get that to myself, yes. I want to keep my job. I want to keep my job, yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I should do. Maybe at the next meeting we have, which we are supposed to be having more. I like it. It's good. So we were two days before the summer ball on the last one. Harves, tell us about the summer ball. The summer ball. Can you do that? Oh, summer ball. Summer, summer ball. ball. There we go. I do that a lot. Right. Well, I haven't done it since the 13th, 15th of July. There we go. <laughs> so the summer ball was on the 15th of July and it was a resounding success. It was a brilliant evening. It was very, very stressful uh, up to the point. Well, it was organising. It was stressful. Selling tickets was stressful. All the rest of it. Sponsorship planning, was stressful. Sponsorship was stressful. The planning was stressful. And we were getting changed in the toilets about five minutes before the doors opened at <laughs> the venue. And um, yeah, but what a night. What a night. And um, yeah, everybody that came really enjoyed it. There's... Um, can I can I jump in? You can jump. I just need to tell people because you've you kind of you kind of went over the stress of how it was. <laughs> we turned up, so everyone was getting there from half six, weren't they? Yeah. We got there at say five. Yeah, no, it was about five. Five o'clock. Yeah. And the kitchen were bringing out fish and chips to people at five o'clock, and we're looking at each other thinking we got to turn this into a venue fit enough to be a summer ball. And we had to absolutely pull the stops out. So shout out to Lisa for coming along and helping. Shout out to OG Charlie. Shout out to all the other people that help. You know you are. It's all the, yeah. the, the standard yeah. people that it come was, along and help at events. Yeah. So a big, big thank you. And it all pulled together. Literally, we're in the toilets, getting in the tuxedos and the girls getting in the dresses. And then we walk outside and people started arriving. Yeah. It was like perfect timing, wasn't it? Yeah. It was great, and it was a great evening, and most importantly, we raised... Can we have a little drum roll? £7,500. <gasps> holy... Beep! That is you amazing. You don't have to beep. Oh, holy s***. <laughs> we've got a producer for that. <laughs> <laughs> He's currently... Holy s***. 
Oh, washing the coffee down yeah. washing all the cake down yeah. you having a good time PD? yeah fantastic <laughs> um, so yeah we raised seven and a half thousand pound I which... mean that must have exceeded your expectations I, like... I was thinking I mean me and Harv had spoken before and we said well, if we come away with two grand we're happy yeah absolutely you know I mean what we always say to people when people come to us and say we want to do something for you we say if you give us 50p that's 50p we didn't have and that's 50p towards someone's early intervention life-saving counselling but oh my god God, seven and a half thousand pounds. Yeah, it was Insane. amazing. It was amazing. Epic. And it's a massive shout out to the people. The biggest the biggest earner was the auction. Yeah, it was. So and, and so the, the shout out really goes to the people that very, very kindly donated um prizes or, or lots as you want to call them for an auction and the people that bought them yeah, and, the, and the guy that delivered the auction for us who was not an auctioneer I mean um, he should be an auctioneer he should be an auctioneer <laughs> I tell you what so Charlie Boy you know who you are um, from Workwear Innovation who does all our embroidery absolutely not an auctioneer smashed Never it out of the park didn't he? he was fantastic and he was proper getting everyone G'd up yeah. everyone had a couple of pints by then hadn't they and they were well up for it and um yeah, people just started bidding. So, Harv, we sold for the the grand value of... Um, 300 quid? 350. Oh, quid. 350. Me and you, 350 Have you done quid. your 12 hours yet? No, not yet. So, uh, Rach, you know, you are who won us. She's moving house. So, on that day, we're going to ah. go there for 12 hours. We're removals, move. guys. Yeah. Which is absolutely be- way better than it could have been. It could have been. True, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were a little bit nervous about that. But yeah, the auction yeah. was fantastic. The raffle, big we up raffle. to Lise. Lise I, I love raffle. folding raffle tickets. Head I would say that was the highlight operation. of my, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> my evening was yeah. folding raffle tickets. And again, the trustees went around with buckets selling raffle tickets on the night and, and people were just giving people cash. People were just giving money. Just giving us cash, weren't they? Yeah. We counted up the buckets when we got home and there was nearly two grand in cash, wasn't there? There was, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 And of course, then there was Bell Street. Uh, the Bell Street duo came along. Yeah, and they were really good, weren't oh, they? God, the those perfect two. like accompaniment. They are just beautiful. They were really, aren't is that they? the word? Accompaniment. <laughs> I can't. I feel like that's not quite the way you say it. But <laughs> they, they were just beautiful, beautiful people, obviously, and yeah. beautiful singers. And they absolutely they sang through the food. Yeah, and it was perfect. Was ga- oh man, it, it they sang like, you guys happy birthday. Yeah, you had it was a cake. Your birthday. Oh, that cake. Yeah, cake. Yeah, that cake, man. I did eat a lot of that cake when we got home. So it's about three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a late <laughs> night, wasn't it? Like, by the time you got home, it was like... Yeah, I did I did eat a lot of cake that yeah. night as well. But, I mean, it, it was fantastic and lots and lots of positive feedback. People loved it, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. And it I just think... was a really nice evening. Yeah. I don't know the last time I had that nice of a time. Oh, just that's dancing. Great. Oh, that's cool. And, like, you didn't feel... There was people from, like, let's say, not necessarily people we all knew, mm-hmm. people from all different walks of life and yeah. different reasons for being there. And you just felt like... I don't know, like you didn't feel judged, you didn't feel like you couldn't do anything, you didn't feel like, oh God, if I get up dancing, people are going to be a bit like, you know, what's she doing? Yeah, Which I, I find sometimes somebody, you do feel. Or somebody spoke to me, I should say, last weekend, and she, she came to the event and she said she'd been to a lot of fundraisers, a lot of balls, and she'd never known a feel-good factor. Like. Yeah, it was, yeah, just a real yeah. good... And I've got to give a big man. up to that boy who sat over there because, I'm looking at you half, someone behind me, <clears throat> excuse me, because someone who suffers with and you, I don't suppose you'll mind me saying this suffers with anxiety about oh, talking no, in front of <laughs> talking about in front of people you need to pat yourself on the back yeah because well, you yeah. did incredible speeches people there would not have known you were nervous 
well that's very kind of you but you helped me get there and um yeah it, it was good i enjoyed it after you know afterwards and yeah 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 i'm not doing it again but yeah <laughs> I, I got, you know i i'm not too bad about getting up and speaking in front of people because i kind of think well if i stumble my words and people laugh at me so what yeah um but i was i was nervous getting up there to start with because the atmosphere is no one's had a drink everyone's sat down they're all looking at you yeah everyone's completely sober but as the night went on, it got easier and easier and easier, didn't it? And in the end, we're just like chatting in the microphone and it was great. Yeah, you know? no, it was really good. So yeah, the ball was a resounding success. Yeah. Um, I think we're already already looking forward to next year's. It's going to um, be bigger. Can't wait. It'd be bigger, it'd be better, it'd be ballier. Ballier? Uh, ballier. Rounder? Or more <laughs> spherical? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not sure where I was going with that. Um, yeah, so uh, Nables, who organised the ball, get onto the ball. Yeah, get onto yeah. the ball. Hopefully... I'm not going to say the venue for next year because no, we wait. don't know it yet. Oh, we're I was going to say, have you got one? Well, we, say, we hopefully have got one, but there's a lot of work to do. And it's yeah. a very, very popular venue. Yeah, so the Sydney Opera House is very popular. Yeah, yeah. 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 we're flying everyone to um, Sydney, but you've got to pay <laughs> nice. for your ticket. Yeah. Um, and ours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's have an update. We've done loads of stuff. The list of things we've got to talk about, we've got to hit these quickly. Because, And by the way, if you've sat down and you think, I'm going to you know, listen to this quickly, <laughs> this not is going to be a relatively long episode. <laughs> we've skipped through a lot of things like we barely asked each other if they're all right so i hope you are all right yeah yeah, you, yeah. you're good, you're good yeah yeah good, yeah, good, good, yeah good. everything's good everything's good <laughs> so halves tell us about key fest yeah key fest i can't skip through this too quickly because it's such a it's a amazing so key fest and we spoke about it in previous episodes um it was a festival in memory of a guy called keith who sadly took his own life uh, a few years ago um, and we know the family and they they host the event and they said we want you guys the brave and determined to be the beneficiaries which we were very very humbled by um, the event itself I mean the weather <laughs> everyone the, the weather could smiling. not have been worse <laughs> I mean it was August early August British summer, hey. So we, um, oh man, it, yeah, and it was horrendous. Yeah, the rain was, was sideways. We were holding on to the gazebo. Um, we were drenched. The through. Claven rail fell over what three times? All yeah. the closes in the mud. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was horrendous, wasn't it? So, um, yeah, I mean, feel sorry for the guys organising it for that respect. But incredibly, despite the weather, the event raised uh, three thousand pounds for the Brave and Determined charity. So. There we are. And the last the last ten minutes we've told people we've managed to raise over ten thousand pounds for yeah. two events. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing something right, aren't we? I reckon we are. Oh, right. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I reckon yeah. you can yeah. give yourself a little clap, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, but it's not us, no. is it? It's everyone. It's everyone, it's everyone yeah. behind us. Like those people, if they hadn't, you know, Keith's family, if they yeah. hadn't said come along, yeah. we wouldn't have raised that free grand. Yeah. So shout we out were to just there for uh, the day. That was it, you know. Shout out to Yvette who organizes it. I know she listens. Uh thank you for making us the beneficiaries. And uh yeah. Well done. Well done Amazing. upon such a good event in such difficult circumstances. Um, so speaking of washouts, ads. <laughs> the Barn Hill Car Show. <laughs> so uh, that was for the... So to raise funds for the Carnival Club, so the local Carnival Club, and we're beneficiaries of the Carnival Club. So the money they raise on the night of the Carnival is going to come to us. So they invited us along to, to go to the Barn Hill Car Show. We set up a stall and again the rain was i'd say biblical at points it was it was horrendous yeah, yeah. absolutely horrendous and for those listeners outside of dorset in uh, in the local area we've, we've said it before but shaftesbury is the highest point in dorset yeah it's about 15 miles above sea level or something yep. uh, and when it rains 
It rains. It's, it rains. <laughs> if anyone out there ever comes to Shaftesbury, because one of our you know goals is to put Shaftesbury on the map. Um, if anyone ever comes to Shaftesbury, bring a coat because yeah. it's way colder. It's got here. its own like climate, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's way colder than anywhere else. Always. Yeah. Um, so the Barton Hill Car Show was a complete washout. We only lasted till about twelve o'clock, didn't we? Yeah. And then packed up again. The rain was coming in sideways. It was horrendous. So we decided to pack up um, a bit earlier and then Harv wrote his car off. I didn't. <laughs> Somebody else wrote Someone my else car off. But luckily everyone was okay. It was yeah. a pretty bad smash though, wasn't it? It was a bad smash. It involved uh, three vehicles and all of them were written off. Yeah. Um, so that gives an idea of the scale of it. Uh, at the time and the days after, it was quite... Um, what's the word? Quite shocking, really. Yeah. When to reflect on it, it's quite shocking. Yeah. There was one amusing, amusing bit is the fact that we'd packed up from uh, doing the, the event we were doing, gone back to our headquarters, packed away as we did, moaning because we everything was sopping wet. And I said to Ad, "All right, good to see you, mate." take care catch up with you soon and then five minutes later <laughs> I've got my face in an airbag and he's turning up in a, in a fire truck <laughs> so proof that I am actually in the fire hey, so he saw me driving the truck <laughs> I got a phone call from Harv so this is how it goes right I'm sat I stood in my kitchen just got in thinking god I'm drenched I could do with getting in a bar phone rings and I thought oh what's he forgotten now or has he set the alarm off at HQ <laughs> pick up the phone and he goes oh mate I've just had a car accident I don't know why I'm phoning you but I reckon you're going to get a shout in a minute and he told me where it was and I thought well, there's no way we're going to get a shout there it's never fast enough to to any for anyone to get hurt it's in a it's off a roundabout in a 40 limit yeah, isn't it yeah, yeah. so I said to to office lady my wife I don't call her that she wasn't christened that um, I said jump in the car come on let's go around there and just make sure Harv's alright I said as sure as nothing two minutes later alerter goes off so I jump out my car run around to the fire station pull up like where Harv is and like oh my god like how did that happen <laughs> but basically it was a real bad impact wasn't it yeah it just was. the way the, the speed wasn't high but the way one car hit another car that then went into your car yeah and then I mean your it, car was, it was fire. a head on it was one car hitting yeah so what a car on the wrong side of the road went into the car in front of me which then went into me so the car in the middle you know that was in the worst condition yeah the poor lady um, in there she was quite badly yeah, injured absolutely. wasn't she local lady survived yeah. there absolutely fine but yeah. yeah quite bad shape it was it was um, yeah it, it, you know in reflection I'm not surprised you were shocked it was yeah, quite yeah, a situation yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and the, the other fireman because there's more than you isn't there we're well, not it's just, not just, fireman, so. single, single <laughs> handedly he's the village fireman <laughs> <laughs> we're not in Ponte Candy <laughs> <laughs> um, he said oh yeah by the way your car's on fire I was like oh okay <laughs> yeah. yeah it was definitely not savable was it no that's, that car is no longer with us so that was a little bit of a bad day wasn't it <laughs> yeah so all in all the wash out of the event the car being written off I've had better Sundays yeah yeah. yeah. but here we are we've moved on we've moved on and then um, we went on to Gillingham and Shaftesbury show which was two weeks ago which yep. is a massive agricultural show in and the, the sun was shining for the that the sun I'll tell you what day one was beautiful absolutely beautiful however there was generator gate that I need to oh, touch God, on yeah. so we turn up did I tell you this Lise? Um I think I heard briefly a bit on the stories about the generator yeah so producer David won't know this so we rock up and he'll we, like it though because it involves a generator it does. And, it's, and when, when <laughs> I say when I say a generator I mean a massive diesel generator right <laughs> so we get our pitch we drop me and office lady drive out there it's on Tuesday night we're setting up ready for Wednesday and Thursday and I and I pulled up and sort of, all oh, right, here's our pitch. And I thought, well, cool, that generator's a bit 
close. They'll never start that there. They'll move that. So we set the gazebo up, <laughs> shoot back up to Shaftesbury, get all the stuff, go back down there, start setting all that up. I've got a question for you. If you've, you've got, got a question, question. <laughs> what's it on wheels? I'll come to that. Okay. So it's like because he really likes wheels. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, to be fair, to to explain it in a better way, it was a trailer generator. So it's a bloody great, you know, like the size of a fuel bowser on the back of a, you know, pull it along. So anyway, we get about down there on Tuesday night, and now said generator is running, and I mean it's like thirty centimeters away from the edge of our gazebo. So I'm like, well, that ain't no good, is it? So I said to office lady, and for anyone who knows me setting up, and I'm looking at Harvey, who anyone anyone knows us setting up at a show I tend to disappear yeah I mean you don't set up yeah because <laughs> I, I do the I do the gazebo bit yeah. and the sign and then when it comes to unfolding the clothes that's when I lose interest so I always go off networking getting coffee networking. Networking. Yeah. we've been at events where we've been the first there and he's gone off networking <laughs> yeah. no one else there so I said to office lady look I'm going to go and just have a chat with him about this generator so off I disappear this lady, lovely lady, who's part of the Gillingham and Shaftesbury show, um, says, yep, th there should be a gap between your pitch and the generator. So I said, right, OK. She goes, wait here. Helen will be along in a minute. Helen turns up in a John Deere Gator. So, which is like a four by four buggy type thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. So I then jump in the four by four gator with Helen. Helen drives me there. So next thing, office lady sees me pulling up in this like four by four thing. Long story short, the Sparkies turn up. Oh, I can't move that, mate. I said, well, I mean, you've got to move it. And I was super polite about it. I said, you know, guys, it's just we're selling clothes and it's a diesel generator running next to our stall. He said, well, it says generator on the floor. And I said, well, yeah, yeah, I've got I've got a map here that, that says that there should be. And he goes, you can stick your map, mate. And I went, oh. excuse me? And he goes, well, I don't really care what the map says. That's what it says on the floor. And I said, hang on a minute. One, don't call me mate. And two, move the generator <laughs> <laughs> and then i just walked off because i thought i'm not getting in a in a scrap about a generator but the guy so he's Turns out i did well, <laughs> the guy, and i'm not one to lose my rag you know i don't lose my rag but but i was like super polite about this generator and just said look i don't want to be any hassle but it is a bit close and da, da, da. and the guy who's the manager of the sparky company that the gillingham and shaftesbury show contract to this is the boss so the boss is telling me, well, you can stick your map. I was like, no, 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 no. So I said to him, or I said to their team, you're getting a complaint about this. So I emailed in a complaint and said, don't expect to be treated like that. So there you go. Did they come back to you? Well, they moved the generator and then I never heard anything from the Gillingham. Oh, at least they moved it. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I think story. I mean that's another potential sponsor we've lost there. Well, they're we, not going to give us a we didn't Mercedes name the wagon company anyway. So that's well, fun. I can't remember the name of them. If I did, I'd absolutely <laughs> hang them out and drive. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't remember what they were called. But you know, the guys, the, the guys who were actually on the on the floor doing the electrical work were great, really nice chaps. But the boss was a right miserable sod. So there you go. And he's probably under the kibosh a bit for it, wasn't he? Yeah, he's probably had a busy day. <clears throat> but but hey, it doesn't take much to be polite, does it? You could say, I'm really sorry, sir. Exactly. At the moment, I can't move that. Exactly. Let's default to being nice yeah. rather than being grumpy. Yes. You know, and the generator was clearly in the wrong place. I had a map. In fact, he <laughs> had a map. I've like still got that map. Yeah, I have. I've got the photo <laughs> on my phone. I can show you now if you don't believe me. No, we believe you. Do you believe me? I believe you, mate. <laughs> all right, all right, uh, anyway, anyway, good, anyway, good. how did the event go? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a good day. Good couple of days, actually. Um, 
we the sales weren't great but we made lots of what's the word connections connections talk to a lot of people awareness of what we do for yeah. is the brave and determined yeah, company yeah, yeah. and the charity yeah. and how we you know fund people's early intervention life saving counseling a couple of one lady especially came up to us been pushed put at a post poor thing she had moved down from manchester she was under the age of 18 been put through cams cams couldn't help her she then got passed to someone else they couldn't help her da da da, da, da. long story short four years later she's still waiting to see someone I said to her fill out a referrals form we'll get you in front of someone mm. there you go so that's what we do um, will we be doing Gillingham and Chastry show next year I very much doubt it oh mm. are you looking at me half like oh my god what are you saying no no like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, because actually it's a, it's a difficult one because we don't do this full time as we say a lot you know we don't it's our evenings and weekends that we we give to running the Brave and Determined, and the Gillingham Shaftesbury Show is one of no, a number of local shows that are on uh, midweek um, events. So yeah. we have to take time off work to be able to do them as well. So well, it has to be worthwhile. So you wrote your car off two days before you drive to no, France. No, no, somebody else wrote my car off. Yeah, whatever. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Yeah, it was a non-fault thing. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. that'll still screw you over for the next five years. So I was talking to half son Josh on Sunday, and I was saying, "How old's Josh? Seven? Nine. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is nine. And I said to him, well, your dad's new car is way better than the last one he smashed up. <laughs> you could just see Josh laughing. Like, yeah, dad did smash it up. Um, I can't remember where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. So you had smashed your car up. Then you went off to France, then got back to the UK the morning of oh, the Thursday, yeah. dropped the kids off and came straight to the show, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah, and then spent I, the day there. Yeah, did the overnight ferry back from France. Yeah. Uh, got a good... I reckon I got a good 17 minutes kit, though. <laughs> there you go. What more can you ask for on an overnight ferry? Yeah, I mean, if you can't sleep, get yourself on a P&O, you know? You, you're yeah. definitely going to sleep on a foam mattress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, France was amazing, so small price to pay. Great to come back and see, see you guys and do the show and all the rest of it. So. I think it's good, though, that we're talking about it because it is at, like, it's not just two days of the show. It's two and a half days because you've got to oh. set up beforehand and, you know, the breaking down. It costs us money because lunch cost me 30 quid yeah. for a chicken wrap it was worth no more than two pound fifty and we, um, hang on, hang on. have we got a rant section tonight oh, yeah, or we just sorry. going for an hour <laughs> <laughs> still got rants on top yeah, of this yeah. a can of drink like yeah 67 quid you're like what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, we we do spend a lot of time doing all this sort of stuff, and it and it um it can be detrimental to our own. Yeah, mental it's health stressful family. for you guys, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. there's a lot of work goes into it, which people yeah. don't necessarily see. Mm. I'm going to stop talking because I'm just ranting about stuff no. tonight. So, Harv, give us an update on Fives Fest. Yeah, so Fives Fest was our most recent event, and that was um, what day are we on now? We're on Tuesday now, so that was two days ago um, in Shaftesbury again. Uh, a really good little festival. It was its first, the first holding of it. That does not make sense. Inaugural. Inaugural. Yes. yes. You Inaugural. told me that word. I did take that word, but now I've got a microphone in front of me. I forgot all the words I know. <laughs> it was for Donned Under Fives? Uh, Fogma Magna. Fogma Magna. Sorry, yeah, Under yeah, Fives. So it was for a preschool, yeah, yeah. To raise money for a preschool. But um, I don't think there's many preschools putting on events like that. So fair Amazing. play. So they it looked beautiful. Like a real lovely out. little festival. Yeah, yeah. Like, so they had, yeah. They had, shout out to Lauren. They yeah, arranged it. Lauren it was great. Lauren arranged it and, and uh, uh, friends and colleagues there. Um we had a stall there. We did. We did all right, didn't we? We did all right. It, what? What? One thing I really loved was the amount of people that turned up at Fives Fest already wearing Badco merch. Yeah, it was loads, Aww. which was really cool. Yeah. Um. Um. And uh, we had a very good bacon roll. 
Oh yeah, it was very nice from Burgers and Fries. Burgers and Fries. They were from Dorset Food Co. Dorset Shout Food out. Co. Because did you hear the conversation? The the lady um, who runs the Dorset Food Co. She is the Dorset. She's in the Dorset Search and Rescue team. Yes. So they go out looking for missing people, oh. and he's part of the Wessex Four by Fours. So he drives the Dorset Search and Rescue through the night out into oh, wow. the middle of nowhere when they're searching for people who are missing or you know unwell. Like fair play to him. Brilliant. Yeah. Ironically, is that how they met? Well, I didn't want to ask, but I was thinking, did you two have a little canoodle in a four-by-four? Well, I, four? I love the thought of two people meeting in a missing person situation. <laughs> <laughs> but fair play to them, and they'd made a decent burger. Yes, yeah, they did. Well, I mean, we do talk about the food a lot because we... Guys again, just to mention them. Dorset Food Case. Dorset Food Case, so you can send us some stuff. Cheers, some fries. Yeah. Some I reckon they, if we asked them, they would. Well, yeah, they we would we should bring the burger van here and cook yeah. for us outside. Put it out in the car park. <laughs> just yeah. for the four. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Well, who, who would say no? Out of the four, who would say no Oh, to absolutely. That? No, yeah, no, you not, go. If the generator come, you'd probably say no. Yeah, well, yeah, if we ever need a generator, I'm probably not going to reach <laughs> out to win. No. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I'll tell you who did do well out of Five S. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Everyone was on it from lunchtime, weren't they? Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. Ritchie Brewery. They I think he's well. doing all right, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's here. not doing too bad. I now. went up to the Flying Club for the first time. Because he owns Compton Abbas Airfield, which is just outside of Charleston. And that, he's done a really nice job up there as well. I don't think it's actually him. No, I don't think he's physically doing it, but he's obviously invested a lot of money locally and stuff, isn't he? Yeah, so thing for those people that aren't from around here, uh, Shaftesbury is a very high town and most of it's owned by Guy Ritchie. So there you go. <laughs> Shaftesbury in a nutshell. Well, and Guy Ritchie <laughs> and David Beckham are pals and they go in Chutneys, don't they? Which yeah. is the local curry house. Chutneys, if you want to give us anything from <laughs> 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 Or Ritchie or David Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. David Beckham. Is there anyone who wouldn't know who Guy Ritchie was? Is that worth mentioning? No, um, should we do some impressions from his films? No. Oh, okay. Lock, stock, the f- lot <laughs> you like that I like that more beeping <laughs> so yes that was very good uh, Lise we got a Rivers Meat fundraiser coming up this weekend yes we have it's a fitness fundraiser put on by the lovely Sophie who works down there uh, Future Form Fitness um, she's Shout doing out on Insta yeah she's doing a boot camp she's doing a spin class yeah and there's a Zimba class club size oh club size have you heard what club size is is this for the glow sticks I don't think you get glow sticks but it's like full club music and then someone at the front teaching you how oh. to dance I've got a feeling go. it might be the glow stick ones well, sounds it might be glow stick. awful <laughs> it sounds freaking amazing I mean, it it's the first like class me. should we do it no I can't I got I got oh, finish my bathroom <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at a wedding yeah so I've got okay. to get a I'll do it for you yeah, on you your do, behalf because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to be there I'm going to yeah. be down there for a couple hours in the morning but I've got to get this bloody bathroom finished anyway yeah. Networking, networking yeah. on my own in a bathroom well my wife will be there <laughs> what are you doing in there networking yeah so yeah so it's a fitness fundraiser they've got a raffle they've got who's some... done the raffle I think so uh, I've done the raffle I so, like a raffle Sophie was like do you know anyone who can organise a raffle I was like I know someone who loves a raffle who loves a raffle loves following <laughs> tickets does he need to give you a card like a freelance raffle agent yeah I've do you know just... what that could be that, that's a business idea need a raffle saw in oh, I could do I that I could do it I've got a raffle book in my glove box <laughs> Um, I actually have uh, yeah so she's got a raffle there's some like fitness challenges I think there's quickest 500 metre row yeah. quickest shoulder to overhead um, strip, strip press, press. Oh, no, most yeah. yeah like who can do the most
this in a minute. In a it? minute, yeah. yeah. Which sounds doesn't sound a lot. So it's a empty barbell, but the barbell was twenty one and a half kilos. Don't know why. And they're using that one because obviously no one uses that in the gym because yeah. it's twenty one and a half kilos rather than twenty or fifteen. Um, and it shoulders it's strict press for a minute, which doesn't sound that. Bad. I bet that's hard though. But you give me a shout about fifty seconds and tell me how your shoulders yeah. are feeling. Yeah, you'll get yeah, that. Yeah, that so re- and there's some badco prizes, I believe, for yes. those. Yes. So I think a t-shirt for one of the for the row and then a hoodie for the shoulders to a bed. I'm going to get the row again. Done by the time this comes out. So yeah. congratulations so whoever to whoever won. Winners. Yeah. Yes, well, I hope you will have your names. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that's uh on Saturday. But the reason why is Sophie doing it? Uh so she sadly lost two of her friends this year. Uh, to, they've taken their own lives to suicide yeah. um, so she wants to do something to kind of raise awareness get people talking about their mental health and yeah and give the, the funds to us yeah bless her I mean what a superstar what an absolute superstar she's doing something for, for other people which is selfless yeah. isn't it she's been through something her friends have been through something and she's decided she's going to do something for us and that money will go straight into the counselling pot and pay for early intervention life saving counselling so although the tragedy of losing two friends will hopefully save some other people's lives so it's yeah, fantastic yeah. some so good comes you. of it yeah cool yeah um, so we had a trustee meeting the other day and we are why are you looking at me like that Halves <clears throat> well because I'm just looking at the list of events in front of me there's a lot going on in yeah. fact actually I've skipped one least do you want to just tell us about the one in purple there oh so yeah so I'm th- pointing to the uh, agenda <laughs> <when> you- <laughs> so Riversmeet are also doing they're doing a lot for us at the moment aren't they the- River- I'll tell you what Riversmeet so Riversmeet is a charity yeah, it's a community legislator yeah. yeah. the they- only one in the country I think isn't it so they've let Set up. The only community run one. Is it? Uh, All other, most of them are they privately run or council run. <laughs> How do you what know I'm that? thinking of now is the Brit, Brit- the Brit- Sam. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Mr. Britta. Yes, yeah, Mr. Britta. No, I, I'm pretty sure it's one of the only community run um, legislators centres in the country. Wow. Yeah. There you go. And, and they, they do a great job of it, don't they? Yeah, they've brilliant. done a brilliant job it's down there. It's a great facility down there. It's a really, really great facility. Yeah. And actually, if Rivers Meet want to give us some free memberships, I would take that. That Me is probably too. actually the most heartfelt out of a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as much I'm, as we joke. That's the one I'm actually serious about. <laughs> I mean, if, if Mercedes are listening and you need someone to test drive a new G-Wagon, I'll do it. But at the same time, if Rivers Meet, you've got a free membership for swimming, I'd 100% take that. Yeah. Although, my shoulder, I've got an appointment on Friday so hopefully by the end of this year I'll have the surgery and it'll oh, be fixed so I can actually swim again um, but yeah they're holding a quiz night yes, as well so the, the following eighth, yeah? Friday yeah yeah, there's a quiz night and, and all the proceeds to Brave and Determined yeah, again yeah we've got a Brave and Determined team oh it's, it's going to be good it's and we've got a good. shop down there it's going to be great yeah, yeah. so yeah so that's uh, yeah next Friday the 8th of yeah. September and I, I love this to... uh, yeah sorry to interrupt no no this. carry on but no I love the fact that somebody like Sophie has gone out off her own back and wanted to do something for us yeah well she's doing it for in the memory of her friends obviously but doing something directly for us yeah like Keith Fest was like um, other stuff other stuff like, rocket the, choir. the rocket, rocket choir. choir that's yeah. what I was, I was reaching for you know we love that that people are, it's so humbling when people turn around and say we're doing this and the money's coming to you and all you've got to do is maybe turn up and or you've got chuck in a raffle prize yeah. so we absolutely George. love that Chalk. Oh, Lisa, doing... I think you're going off of the. Uh, off of the. Oh, um, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm going to come back. Stick to the agenda. Stick to the agenda. I'll just sit back in my chair and let you continue Lisa's with your testimony. Lisa's freestyling over there. Yeah. No, sorry. go for it, Lisa. No. God, I'm only joking. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, no, no. so yeah, so you've got a lot of people doing a lot of fundraising. Yeah, super cool, isn't it? Yes, yeah, we have. so you've got. Shall I list them all? Go for it. Ellie Hench on Instagram. Yeah. Ellie Hench. She is swimming the three lakes, the biggest so, three lakes in the UK. Windermere. Windermere. Lock. 
Los Cristianos. I do know this. And a lock in Scotland and somewhere in Wales. The three biggest... But it's like 13 miles. Windermere is like 13 yeah, miles Yeah, the whole long. thing yeah. is over, over 50 kilometres Like altogether. fair play to her. Yeah. Doing it on her own. Solo swimming. Yeah. So Shout she's out doing to Ellie that. And I think if you go on our Instagram, yes. at Brave and Determined, yes. there is a link in our bio to Ellie's fundraiser. Awesome. Yeah. What else, Lise? Uh, George Shorks did an Iron Man. Half Iron Man. Oh, the half. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Still just, very, very good. Still, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but somebody else around the table. But yeah. that's like saying, and I'm not taking any way for anything away from George thank you George for what you're doing it's fantastic that you're on board but it's like saying yeah I'm running a marathon and you run 13.1 miles yeah. it's not a marathon yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair he hasn't said he's doing an Ironman he said he's doing a half Ironman no, yeah. yeah sorry that was yeah, yeah. it was yeah. just me yeah. my yeah. mistake it's just, I, just, just, I just like to say Ironman <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yeah. The, the, the umbrella of an Ironman um, yeah so he's doing an Ironman half Ironman the umbrella of an Ironman yeah man. like people, umbrella man isn't what? it like Marvel that's just me saying it's an Ironman under yeah, the Iron Man umbrella. Yeah. Oh, means. I see. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. He's not running with an umbrella. Oh, yeah, I was thinking, well, if he's doing it with an umbrella, that's a hell of a challenge. Yeah. Like, no, hanging no. on to that on a bike, <laughs> swimming with I mean, an maybe umbrella. he should. Swimming with an umbrella. <laughs> Why have you got an umbrella when you're in the lake? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, and Siobhan, is that? Yeah, Siobhan, yeah. I couldn't spell it. It's quite, nobody knows <laughs> how to spell that. it. Nobody really knows. Well, hopefully she does. No, it's spelled different every time. Is it? So yeah, she's running the out... Running the she's out running Hebrides. three... So this lady... Siobhan. She, we met Siobhan at the Rocket Choir. We did. And she just came... She sings with the Rocket Choir and she came out to us and said, guys, love what you do. I want to do something for you. Lots and lots of people say that. And so we went, yeah, great, get in touch. She actually got in touch and said, I'm running 300 miles... It's 160 no, miles. 160 miles over five days. Five days. It's 30 wow. miles a day. Yeah, yeah. In, in uh, the Outer Hebrides. Yes. Yeah, Pretty exactly. Incredible. <laughs> I mean, 30 miles a day on a flat piece in Amsterdam uh, yeah. is tough. Yeah. But then you put that in the Outer Hebrides. Absolutely wow. self-financed. Yeah. She is, she's financing the whole thing herself. And then going to raise money and give us the check at the end of the day. Wow. Like, how fantastic is that? It's amazing. But the amazing thing is, as well, of people, how much they love what we do. Mm -hmm. I think this is great. Yeah. It's fantastic. And more it? and more people were, you know, yeah. doing things for you. It's absolutely amazing. Um, other things we've got going on, we're talking about a charity Tough Mudder next year, maybe. Yep. I said maybe at the end of that. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> we are now linked to Go Skydive. So if yes. anyone out there wants to do a skydive, oh. go to Go Skydive. You can select Brave and Determined. When yep. I saw that, I thought that meant that you two were going to do oh, we a are. skydive. Yeah, we, we haven't are. booked it yet because yeah. we've got a million and one things to do. Are you actually yeah. going to do one? Yeah. yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Would you do it? No, absolutely not. PD? What's that? Skydive. Mm, probably not. No. Oh, yes. There's a probably there. That's a maybe. Yeah. Mine would be a definite no. Oh, okay. It's just one of the things that would. The thing is, I did last time I did a skydive, I did it with a broken ankle. So how am I going to like better it this time? You did a skydive. Oh, yeah. I, sorry. <laughs> I wish we had time for this story. <laughs> We've got time. This is going to be a long. I'll, I'll do it really quickly. But the best, the best context of this is to say, last time I went skydiving, he broke his ankle, and you go. Oh. 
Yeah, tell the story. <laughs> well, that's not quite. That's <laughs> not quite. Because he said he went skydiving yeah. with a broken yeah. ankle. Yeah. yeah, right. So, so when he left to go skydiving, he didn't have a broken ankle. <laughs> so a pal of mine is his little boy had an infantile nystigma, which is where your eyes. He's like partially blind, so he can't see very well. So his is quite mild, but you can get it really bad where you can't see. So when you look at him, you can see his eyes are constantly moving. Oh, okay, okay? yeah. So he struggled with his sight. So we decided we're going to do a skydive. I've raised some money so went out raised loads of money that was all good got to go skydive in Salisbury second skydive I've done first one I did at Neverhaven big up to uh, the parachute regiment and he my mate was in front of me and we're walking through a door now I didn't realise the other side of said door there was a disabled ramp so I why are you laughing I haven't got to the end of it yeah I know it's, 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 you wait you wait right so the ramp is in line with the door so it just so if you're in a wheelchair you can literally scoot down a ramp but I've walked through the door at like a 45 degree angle because we're walking like outside so what I didn't yeah so what I didn't notice was the edge of the disability ramp and my foot half went on it and off it my ankle rolls over there was you know when you're like you know the sort of like um, leaflets you get for Wookie <laughs> Hole and Haynes Boat Museum and that there's a rack of them right so I wipe I, I fall over I wipe that out that literally went flying I hit a glass like window <laughs> with my face slid down the window and ended up in a heap like a bag of spuds on the floor looked down and my left ankle is like, have you ever seen the film Misery? No. All no. oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She does. There's a thing called hobbling. Where I won't go into that. That's too much. Anyway, <laughs> my left ankle is on the squids, and I thought, and I start sweating and shaking, and I'm thinking, I've broken a couple of bones before. That's <laughs> that's broken. But I give it a wiggle, and it went click, and like went back into sort of shape. And I thought, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. And my mate's going, what the. F- what are you doing? And I'm going, man, I'm in a bit of pain here. And he goes, well, we've all signed up. You've you got to do this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. So I think by that point, we must have had the safety brief and must have our overalls on. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's all good. I'll, I'll be okay. And no one said anything about jumping with a busted ankle or anything like that. So anyway, long story short, walk out to the plane with this skydive dude who's like you ever done this before I said yeah he goes don't worry we're going to have an absolute rad ride I'll make sure it's the best jump you've ever done he goes you're hobbling a bit there bud and I went yeah yeah old injury we're all good <laughs> get in the plane Five old. I'm the first one in the plane so I'm at the I'm at the front of the plane so I'm going to be the last one to jump Okay. so we're, go- we're going up and you've got to get to 15,000 feet so the plane literally just goes round and round in circles to get to the top I'm sitting in there sweating like it's beating off the head everyone else is going oh it's cold up here isn't it and I'm thinking Jesus it's like 600 degrees up here everyone jumps out we get to the edge of the plane we jump out last absolute rush best feeling in the world ever skydiving is fantastic he pulls the cord we the parachute opens look up everything's good he lets me control it we fly ourselves down as soon as we land I think whoa I'm in big trouble <laughs> I can't get up and I'm thinking god that's so sore we're the first ones on the ground so we're the last ones out of the plane and we're the first ones on the ground so we free fell like past everyone it was fantastic long story short ankle swells up I go to Salisbury Hospital we're there for about three hours they say there's nothing wrong with me nothing wrong at all I go home don't sleep that night because I'm in so much pain go to Yeovil Hospital the next day they 
say that's broken in two places I don't know how Salisbury missed that put it all into cast and everything then on the Wednesday because this was like the Saturday oh and by the way I moved house on the Friday so I moved on the Friday broke my ankles on Saturday then on like the Wednesday afterwards Salisbury Hospital phone me up and go oh by the way we've looked at your x-rays again you've broken your ankle I was like yeah no shit (laughs) (laughs) operation later all good so there you go. That's yeah. how ankle. So I you mean, how are you going to top that story? You can't. Well, this I mean, I've got to like, break my pelvis mm. and then do it. I'm not sure they'll let you jump out of a plane with a broken pelvis. <laughs> Could try it. Hip. All right, half. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's anyway, an amusing story. I love yeah, it. it's I love a crazy it. story. Anyway, uh, t- let's talk about the next one down, half. Kilimanjaro. Yes, tell us about that. What are we doing? Oh, well, that is a mountain in Africa. I think our listeners are probably aware of that. <laughs> what about it? We're going to climb it, or we're going to walk up it. We're going to, yeah, we're going to go up Kilimanjaro. In what year? 2005. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, we've got a time, time machine. machine. <laughs> <laughs> to raise loads of money, we're going to go back in time. <laughs> no, we're going to do it in 2025. That's the plan, Not 2005. So it's yeah. about a 10-day trek, isn't it? It is, yeah. It and is. we've got to raise a lot of money each. And anyone's can invited. We, can we join? Yeah, anyone's yeah, yeah, invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our plan. Yeah. And then what's after Kilimanjaro? Oh, this is this might just be me and you. It might be the Toblerone Mountain. Oh, you were talking about this, weren't you, when you went to Scafau? The Matterhorn. The Matterhorn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that might be a, a mountain too far for me. There ain't no mountain <laughs> high enough, please. <laughs> I think I might have to do some actual mountain training for yeah, that. Yeah, but you, see, you don't go... It's still walking up a, oh. a very, very steep hill. Oh, I'll do it's that not, then. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, there you go. That's right. how easy it is to convince Lisa to do something, by the way. she's doing it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I'll do it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that with anything. Pretty much anything. Pretty anyway. much, yeah. No boundaries here. Right, Lise, yes. there's a point here that we need to... To talk about your point at the bottom where it says Lise is looking for a challenge yeah. so come on tell oh, us about I, it so initially I was going to run the bath half with a friend of mine she can no longer do it and then I looked at the time scale and I thought I haven't got that long to train for a half marathon yeah I haven't got the inclination either because I hate running and I know that's the point of these kind of things that you know you do something that's not within your comfort zone but I want to raise some money enough money to put someone else through counselling because Fantastic. you know I am truly so grateful we're looking to raise uh, 300 pounds yeah we? so I mean obviously more than that ideally if I can yeah but, but that's, that's a good you know, like, yeah, I'd like to like do something said, that will pay for somebody's yeah, counselling and I'd so like that's to, amazing to pay back because obviously you very kindly pay for mine and I benefited enormously from it um, and I would like to do something to raise some money so other people can do but that that's as super well kind. but it's look, I've been looking at a few different things and obviously last year I did the Trek 26 which was 26 mile walk Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like I want to do something that's going to push me out of my comfort zone so yeah I've got something if you want to do he's it he's poised he's got something yeah, over there go on then. so I got a phone call from the awesome Leon Taylor today who also oh, yeah. wants to just do something for us so I, we know Leon through the CrossFit gym and, and Leon plays rugby uh, down at the rugby club and he's a super cool guy and he said look I love what you guys do I feel like I should do something so he phones me today and says right I've got it he he is doing 100 kilometres what's your face drop half? 100 kilometres. Yeah. 
Go on. Well, I've, I've signed you and I up for well, it. Well, I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why the face dropped. Yeah. In March next year, so it's 100K. Oh, is this the Jurassic Coast one? I don't know if it's a Jurassic Coast, but he said it's in March next year. Well, he wanted... Bearing in mind, today is... Tuesday, he said yesterday he was trying to sign up for one at the weekend. Yeah, there's one next, there's a yeah. 50k one, isn't yeah. there? Well, this, he's just like, yeah, I was yeah. going to do that. Um, yeah. And they said that I'd needed to do a marathon, so I was just going to lie. I mean, he'd probably, he's fit enough, isn't he? To he just would do it. Do yeah. it. But yeah, yeah I'm, not, yeah, I'm keen for yeah, that. But that's like, that's 66 miles. Yeah. But do you reckon we can do that in March? Yeah. Because I mean, there's cut off times for that, isn't there? So you can do it two different ways. I think you can do it mm, all April. the way through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you can, you can, walk, do, you can, you can walk, run it. I mean, 66 miles, to be fair, you ain't going to run it. No, well, people, do. people do. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was actually signed up to do a 100k coastal path. Walk yeah, this is a similar got, thing, um, isn't it? Because of the pandemic. Yeah. But I was going to like, that. thank God for COVID. Uh, <laughs> no, actually I, actually, I was really looking forward to it. Should we do it? Uh, I was looking forward to it. I mean, you, you'll get 300 quid, yeah. won't you? People will give you 300 yeah, yeah. quid. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I raised 800 for the Trek 26, and that was half that yeah. distance. Where did that money go? Was that uh, That was bill? Alzheimer's. Oh, was it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. 100k. 100k March, March next year. What are you thinking? Yeah. I'm in. I mean, training-wise, you've got to be able to do 50k. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think they have cut-off time, so you have to be at certain points by a certain time. It's a long way, man. It's all about the And way. you can do it overnight, though. You can have a rest, so you can do it. So you do 50k one day, stay there. Is and then the, do 50K. I think they call that the pussies way, don't <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> just, just in case. The trouble yeah. is, you know full well, if there's two options, yeah, we're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up for that. Well, Leon said that he didn't think it was enough of a challenge, so I said, well, put a put a weighted vest on, and he's doing it. And carry an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, that's what... <laughs> well, he's doing it with Dino. Dino's a firefighter. Yeah. We know Dino from the gym. And I said, well, if Dino's doing it for the firefighters' charity, he needs to wear fire kit. Yeah. That's what oh. you need to do. But that's that's like wearing a duvet that weighs 10 kilos, probably more than that. Yeah. And then stick a BA set on your back, which is another 20 kilos. Oh, but from um, A team. Yeah, BA, <laughs> yeah. BA Baracus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Uh, That's I'll get in touch with him and see what one he's doing. I'm keen for that. It's March next year. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there are quite a few different ones, I think, aren't there? Yeah. Different We're doing that 100 I'm seeing him on Thursday, so yeah. I'll find out more info there. See if he'll let us tag along. Well, he said, anyone's welcome. Absolutely. Right, last thing we need. Harv, what do we need? We need, this is a shout out to people listening, because we need some help. A bid writer. Of what, some... what's, a, what's a bid writer? Somebody who writes bids, mate. Well, yeah, but what would that yes, mean? Yes, I know. So what do you need me to it's, do? Um, so we know that we... Uh, yes, OK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I, am I, I writing the job description? What is a bid writer? A bid writer is something... So we... Context, context, context. We need... <laughs> we, uh, we were a charity. We were a registered charity. Um, and we knew that becoming a charity would open doors for us in terms of funding. And some of those doors we've opened ourselves and we, we're getting the rewards for, which is absolutely brilliant. And we're very grateful for those people involved in that. But there are bigger... Uh, more fruitful things out there for us to try and go for that will help us achieve so much more. And when we say achieve more, we mean not just the number of people going through counselling. That will obviously um, directly benefit. But the things we can do in terms of mental health spaces, uh, the Brave and Determined Hub, yeah. gyms, counselling rooms, coffee shops, all under one roof, that kind of thing. The big goals, the... What do you call this? Big, big hairy-ass goals. Big hairy-ass goals. The bar hags. The bar hags, yeah. So if we had to do that, we need to be able to access... 
the funds that are out there. Um, and to be able to do that, you need skilled people that know what they're doing. Because so what sort of person would apply? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> who uh, has got experience in bid writing. Okay. What else do I need? Um, a can-do attitude. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, about half a day a week. Yeah. That's it. That's all we're asking. Help us go to that next level. We need we need someone who's got experience in bid writing and uh, fundraising. For example, the win would be person comes on, says, yeah, I'm an ex-lawyer, teacher, professional of some sort, and says, I can give you half a day because I'm retired. I mean, I'm not saying you have to be retired, but they come on and they say, I'm going to write you a bid for a Sport England grant and then they could turn that piece of paper into £200,000 <laughs> and then that £200,000 all you've got to do £200,000 buys us the hub the gym the coffee shop the people to run it the community space the counselling rooms and it would fund a certain amount of counselling for people yep. and it would be self-sufficient so people would pay to come to the gym they'd pay to use a facility they'd buy coffee where would you buy coffee from? Oh the Brave and Determined coffee shop The you would buy cakes where would they come from? The Brave and Determined cafe and who would supply that? Probably Ace Does Bakes Oh it's, that was seamless <laughs> yeah. This gets full circle doesn't it? So that's what we need people to write us bids Please Please Anyone? Is anyone out there? Is anyone listening? Talking about Is listeners. Is anyone still listening? <laughs> Talking about listeners, PD. How are we getting on with our listeners? Pretty well. Um, August was... I have even finished August, because uh, at the time of recording, it's the 29th. We've had the highest number... Ever. Month by month. It's it fantastic. Wow. Fantastic. So, That's amazing. It was like nearly 260 downloads this month, wasn't it? 235. 235. I just should have gone with 260 yeah, then. Yeah, somewhere around that thanks for the correction, <laughs> PD. <laughs> it's about 260. And where's the... Yeah, it's about 570,000. Um, what about... Is there any random places that have been downloaded? Uh, well, a lot of coverage. I mean, a lot of offices all over the UK, as you might imagine. Yeah. But uh, North America, East Coast, West Coast of America, Mid-America, mm-hmm. like Phoenix, Arizona was my personal favourite. I'd love to know. Of, uh, yeah, like who who dials into who that? Who is that who person? Send us an really, email. Yeah, the really bad mental health podcast. Well, I should listen to that. I want, yeah, I want to know those stories. So if you are those people... Yeah, get in well, touch. Germany, Spain, Belgium, the Philippines, Singapore and Pakistan. Pakistan as well. Who's listening in Pakistan? Wow. If it is you that's listening in Pakistan, get in touch. Yeah, love to know who that is. Yeah. Harv, you were going to tell us about someone. You sent me a thing on Instagram. Or was this for after the podcast? It could be very exciting, but I don't want to say too much now. Okay. That okay. was seamless as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. So far, since the inception of the Brave and Determined Company, back in the second, that was on the 2nd of January, 2022, we have helped 61 people access early intervention life saving counselling. How cool is that? That's wow. amazing. A little bit of a round of applause for ourselves. Super cool, super cool. Um, North Dorset Rugby Football Club. We are opening a shop there on Thursday, which is super cool. Another big supporter of ours. So yeah. they're in the same bracket as um, Rivers Meat. So I think that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did do skills note. Skills note? Skills night, didn't they? They oh, did. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. so long ago. Yeah. Don't know what's going on. Yeah, but that's Fantastic. all these things going on for us. It's brilliant. Um, on that note, though, the yeah, so we're setting up a shop in North Dorset Rugby Football Club. Um, we've got one in Rivers Meat. 
Oh yeah, this he's good, isn't he? He's good. I know he's good. I don't know where he's going with this, and he's good. Isn't I he? thought I didn't add that to the list. Yeah, go on, go on, Harvey. Do you know where I'm going? Yeah, yeah we know where you're going. Do I know where I'm going? I don't know, do you? I'm just going to encourage people to, if anyone's out there got a space, yeah. if you've got a gym oh. and you want us to put your stuff. Our stuff in your gym <laughs> rather than your stuff in our gym? We haven't no. got a gym, not yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a gym or somewhere a community space, somewhere that engages with the community a bit and you've got a bit of space and you think, do you know what look really good there? A brave and determined charity shop. Or even if you just want us to put a sign up. We'd yeah, love to put sign a sign up, up in your we'll shop. We love the linking in with local communities. Yeah. Um, and it, it's great and, you know, it, it actually encourages conversation as well. So yeah. um, get in touch. That Fantastic. wasn't where I thought he was going with that. Well, where did you think I thought you were going to say about the football kit sponsor. Oh yeah, oh, we should definitely talk about that. About I'm a really high pitch then. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where I thought you were going with that. No, so very, very kind. I love this. So there's um, a team called Manchester United. I refuse to work with them. My son said he hates Liverpool supporters the other day. Oh, me and your son got out worse. <laughs> yeah. He goes, halves all right, but <laughs> he actually said that. Um, yeah, so Melbourne Port under 10s have got the brave and determined charity lion on their shirts this season. Um, and it looks so amazing. Cute. It looks amazing. amazing. Oh, fantastic. Um, and so, your son proudly wears that shirt, doesn't Yeah, he? so shout out to a chap called Tom Wigley, whose company I can't remember the name of, and I'm sure you'll correct me when I see you because I know you listen to this. Uh, <laughs> but he paid to, so his company paid to not have their company on the shirt, but to have the brave and determined. In How cool oh, that's amazing I thought you got like, no, no, we never oh. no, 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 Half just texted me and said oh by the way we're getting our logo on these shirts oh, and we didn't have to stop to so, so how cool is that but like what, what that guy and I hope he understands like the investment he's made there what that does for us yeah. like that's amazing now those 11 kids or 12, 13 kids in the squad all their parents are going to talk about us. Everyone they play against is going to go, what's that? Yeah. So you, that is going to reach so That's many really people. That's really selfless, isn't so, it? Yeah, that is super it's selfless. Brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. And he didn't even want it sort of like publicly announced even like though he's it got it now yeah. to 275 was it yeah 230 people know now <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah and tomorrow I think we're going to um, do the photo for the team the team photo with the new shirts brilliant and all that going on so that'll look great so stay tuned for the Instagram for that and if you are a company or a team and you want to do similar get in touch fantastic if you can think of anything that will benefit us let us know <laughs> yeah basically just do our jobs for us yeah that'd be great thank you company at gmail.com send us an email especially Especially the dude listening in Pakistan, we want to know who you are. Yes, we do. And Phoenix. Singapore and yeah, Yeah, of course. Yeah. To everyone, send us an email. Or to we should have two hundred and thirty-five emails in our inbox by the time we record next time of everyone getting in touch. (laughs) Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Right, let's have a break, drink coffee, and eat cake. We'll be back in a minute. So we're back. We are drinking coffee after our cakes. God, they're good. They are good. They are fantastic, aren't they? Oh, bakes. Halves in there like a sugar coma now. You are right? Yeah, I've had a lot of caffeine and a lot of sugar <laughs> in the last um, Some of them are sleeping tonight. Hour, so, yeah, <laughs> this has been a great podcast. I'll so go for a run in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I've, done way, I've done way too much talking. And PD says we're an hour in, so we better hurry this bar up. Mm. So um, that's the end of it. Thanks very much for listening. No, I'm only joking. Right, we're going on to our topic, which is Lee. 
emotional eating. So, is that like when you're crying and eating? Well, emotional eating is eating. Oh, Lisa actually does research yeah, in the definition. The definition of emotional eating is eating as a way to suppress or soothe negative emotions such as stress, anger, fear, boredom, sadness, or loneliness. It's like you got that out of a dictionary. Yeah. Did you make that up? No, it just came off the top of my head. You're like, what's her face off of um, Countdown? Carol Vorderman? No. Dictionary Corner. Dictionary Corner. Oh, yeah, I'll be here. Are we? Yeah. Okay. Carol Vorderman looks a bit plastic these days, doesn't she? Do you know, if you're listening, Carol, I didn't mean that. A woman, a lady at my work who who works at 100 miles an hour and she's brilliant at her job, but she, David heard this one yesterday. She sometimes gets her words muddled up, and the other day she was talking about Carol Voldemort. Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Were you like, wow, is she a new character in the Harry Potter? Is that his wife? So, oh, brilliant. so yeah, emotional anyway, eating. So this came up because I think I don't. I think I was talking about yeah. it. So in my head, for some reason, and I think this is more pronounced now. I don't drink. In my head, there is a when my belly reaches full, that equals happy, and that's how I feel. <clears throat> and that's been like that for a long time, and worse since I gave up drinking. Do do, do you feel happy then? No. Because what happens is you then eat to the point where you're... So let's take a normal day, a normal day in the life. During daylight hours, let's say, I can absolutely control my eating. I can get out of bed in the morning. I don't really eat breakfast till about 10 o'clock. If I eat breakfast early, I'm hungrier earlier. So I try not to eat until about 10 and it goes into the um, intermittent fasting that we talk about. And then I can eat a a reasonable lunch, you know, a salad or a sandwich or or something, you know, not too big. Go home have dinner dinner's always a normal sort of meal um nothing very good meals around yeah yeah she's a decent cook yeah she's not bad um and although i know where that was going a sentence that needs the word comma although no because i got picked up i got it's a completely different story you've heard it but it's another this will be another 30 minutes on the podcast so we won't go there um a decent meal and then what happens is as soon as i finish dinner i then go ooh. Mm. What else can I have? Yeah, there's this like this little sweet thing in the back of my head that needs needs you know fulfilling. So then mm. the biscuit tin comes open, and then I can eat chocolate biscuits, anything sweet from that moment until I go to sleep. Does it make me happy? Absolutely not, because. I will overeat to the point of laying in bed and feeling like, oh my God, I'm so incredibly full. And then wake up in the morning still feeling full from last night. But why is that? And I've talked... Um, well, I was going to say then, why do you then do it the next night? Well, it's like, why do why did I drink yeah. to I'm excess not saying, I'm not, so I'm, not, long, I'm, not I'm not expecting you to answer that. It's that thing, isn't it? Yeah. Why do we... Yeah. You, you know, you, you eat it and it makes you feel like shit and you sit there at night going, God, I wish I hadn't eaten that whole packet of chocolate hobnobs. But then roll around the next evening... And you sat there doing it again. So, and this is the thing. And then, so I, not, I'm not going through therapy at the moment, but I was speaking to a therapist and I said to her about it and said, I'm sure, I can't remember how I got onto it, but I said, I'm sure a therapist would be able to work this out. And she looked at me as if like, of course I can. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I wonder how my brain links the feeling of being full to happy. Now, quit, this is not a dig at my parents, you know, but one of the things of me 
growing up and all of our therapy, as people who have been through therapy know, it all goes back to your childhood. back to your childhood. As a kid, we never, ever, ever had chocolate or crisps in the house because my mum was always on a diet, always, ever since I can remember. Bless her, love my mum to bits. She's now 70, she's born at 51, so she's 72, and she's still on a diet. Always been on a diet, always has been, always will be. And I wonder if the fact that I never had, there was never crisps and chocolate in our house, so whenever there is chocolate, I freaking binge on it. Now that chocolate went away for a few years because I used alcohol. And now I don't use alcohol anymore, I'm back to chocolate. So I wonder if that is it. And the truth is, yeah, that is it. You know, I know that. And and so I'm thinking to myself, I need to be more mindful of what I'm eating and and need to get away from this. So what I'm trying to do, other than I've nailed a shed load of cakes tonight, Ace Bakes, thanks very much. But what I'm trying to do is not have that... um, that sweet thing at night what I'm trying to do is I have a sweet cup of tea I put a honey in it and I have a cup of tea ah. and so that's what I'm trying to do okay. to sort of like combat the craving of sugary stuff so that's me that's where I am it's me- my brain is linked to the feeling you know and it doesn't make you happy feeling full but my brain some- yep. somehow thinks it is I, I I do similar, very similar. I go in phases with it though. Sometimes I'll go, I can be very strict with myself and not eat anything in the evenings. And then other times, and this has been the case more recently, I've just gone back to just sitting there eating, 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 then looking for the next thing, looking for the next thing um, until I go to bed. I'm feeling, I'm like painfully full. Yeah, I'm laying there thinking, oh my God, my stomach hurts. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, so I, I definitely go in cycles with that. And the other thing, the other side of my weird eating habits that I think are connected to mental health, I know they are. I don't do it so much anymore, but I used to eat like crazy quick. Oh, I still, I still oh. do that now. Like, I mean, I, I'm more conscious about it now, but I like, do that. to the point where my, to ne- my wife, Nate, goes, can you just slow down? Yeah. Can you just, can you just yeah, like inhaling it? Just, yeah. just, uh, and I've always, I always used to put it down to the fact that I grew up in a family. I've got, I've got three brothers, and yeah. my dad's got a good appetite. My mum hasn't eaten for a long time. Bless her. Um, <laughs> now, now in hindsight, I don't think she actually got a look in. And that, and, and my theory was, well, if you didn't, because if you didn't eat it, you somebody else was going to eat it yeah. back in back in those days. But it's not the case now. And I do eat so quickly, yeah. and I eat even quicker when my anxiety is heightened. Wow. I, I That's really interesting. Well, a couple of things to go with that. I think if because I eat fast as well. But then, if you think to your, if you actually think to yourself, right, I've finished my dinner and I'm still hungry. Wait half wait, an hour. Yeah. Wait half an hour before I eat anything because then. I'll be a URPD. You I point at me. Oh, totally I thought, got to oh, I thought you were telling <laughs> me that I wasn't close in. enough to the mic. You can't get any closer than yeah. that, mate. Sorry. <laughs> well, it'd be like um, one of the airline pilots when they put the microphone in their mouth and then talk <laughs> over the tunnel. Um, but the other thing is, for, for the likes of Harv and I, who now don't drink, I would drink to excess. So now uh, yeah. I don't drink because if I have one, it'll turn into 10. But I can't not eat. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I can't just say, well, I'm not yeah. going to eat, so then I'm not going to be hungry because you've got to eat to survive. That's but least I'm the opposite. You're the opposite. So yeah. this, this is a really good topic because me and Harv are the same where we absolutely nail food and eat until we're sick. Lise. <laughs> Whereas I... Labradors, I think we are. <laughs> <laughs> I have to leave something on my plate. So if we go out for dinner or I have tea, whenever anywhere I am, psychologically, I have to leave a bit of food so that I 
don't feel full, I think. Or so like you've I, told yourself you haven't finished the whole meal? Yeah. Depend, regardless of how big the meal actually is, yeah. you will leave like, something. If I eat it all, I then feel like, oh, God, I've eaten all that food. But even if it's a small meal, you'll leave something. I mean, if I have like, oh, beans on Nando's? toast, no, Nando's, I'll leave a few chips or like the crust of the bun or a bit of chicken. Very rarely. Why? Because go back to your childhood, why? Is there a reason? Do you know a reason why? I mean, growing up, my mum used to cook us all separate dinners. So I, because I didn't like a lot of food. Well, you were allergic to beef as well. I was well. allergic to beef. <laughs> if, anyone, if, uh, anyone, if anyone didn't know that, listen back. <laughs> Not anymore, though. That's no, good no. itself. Um, yeah, like, I would be like, I don't like that. And she would make, she would make her, bless her heart, make us like three different dinners. Wow. And like, I would get, yeah, yeah. yeah and I can remember that. like the one day I did finish a meal, I, she made me, I can remember it was a casserole and I finished it all. And I can remember her making a massive fuss about me finally finishing a, a meal. And like maybe that's what like triggers it, and I think God, I shouldn't actually do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so I always leave something. So when you go out for dinner and stuff like that, and where portions a lot of the time aren't big enough. <laughs> I mean, they are probably big enough for most people, but yeah. I find them not big enough. You'll still lightly leave. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, generally, I, and like to the point sometimes where people have been, is are everything alright with your meal? Like, do you <laughs> know when they come and clear the plates, they'd be like, was everything alright? And I'd be like, especially like in an Italian or something, if there's like pasta yeah, you're and there's like a, a lot of pasta. That guy's mom. Yeah, yeah, they're I mean, like, if you could just give me a quick right? text when yeah. you're about to finish a meal, like when you're nearly done, and I'll yeah. just nip round and finish it. And off. I find like when things are going wrong in my life or like you know like when mum and dad passed away and things my emotional reaction is to not eat like my yeah. body shuts down yeah. to the point where like after dad passed away for the first couple of weeks I was be- I was having a bowl of cereal for breakfast and well, maybe for tea just because hungry. I don't feel hungry yeah. and I don't yeah. get that kind of but that's, that's I think that's kind of a normal reaction yeah it but is, like in yeah. times of stress like some people eat don't they as a way of kind of dealing with that whereas I find I'm complete opposite and like I just shut down and I think I can't eat like you know after breakups I can't eat like I remember my first breakup I lost over a stone because I just couldn't eat like I was so the anxiety and the stress and everything was so high that I was just like I can't eat anything yeah so I'm like the opposite of like emotional eating in a sense because I just well, don't no, no, no. I think you're absolutely emotional eating, yeah because I'm not eating yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah so not, yeah it's, it's anything just, other than the normal kind of eating but yeah. isn't it funny how we link like there, I, I think there is a mental health link between food and mental health. Yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. There is a link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, like weirdly, the, there's a link between mental health and food. I yeah. think for yeah. women, there's always that kind. I mean, I know in my head, I know as a someone who wants to train and get stronger and lift more, I need to be eating more. But I can't do. Do you know what I mean? There's still part of me which thinks I can't eat more than this amount of calories a day. Really? And when I start tracking my calories, I get so obsessed with like mm. I had to stop doing it this time because I became but I think that is that and that is a trigger for lots of people because I've been through that and I think right I'm going to I'm going to count calories because I'm always trying to lose weight because yeah. I'm over 40 and what man isn't trying to lose weight over 40. And um, it is very easy to get totally yeah. sucked into And then you become miserable, protein. don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, like the, the leanest I've ever oh. been has Whoa, been... Wow, what's funny, <laughs> I'm such a sad... I used to... I was totally... So the first time I ever went through losing a load of weight, I got obsessed with calories I was writing on my phone I had like yeah yeah, yeah. Got yeah. my fitness power whatever I know, yeah. I know, but what it has done and I did slip out of it and put a bit of weight back on again but now it's sort of more moderate and now I think I've hopefully got this thing where it kind of makes sense where I, I don't eat as quick and now I've self imposed that on myself I know the calories in everything 
Yeah, so you've, you've got, got awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking, yeah. But I felt like I had to go through that process of spending nine months, like, obsessively. But I didn't feel bad or sad or... Oh, yeah, no, see, I get... Like I felt fun. Mm. I felt, because I, maybe it's a geeky, like a man thing. I was totally obsessed with it. I was, that's what I was going to do. I was going to work out how many calories... Are it's logic, isn't it? Yeah. I was just adding them all up. Thanks very much. I'll have me 1,500 work. I'll have a couple of crackers. That's another 75, you know, 35 each, sorry, um, depending on the brand. Um, anyway, <laughs> but like, it's just... It's crackers are deceptively yeah. calorific and ca- like the carbs and stuff and yeah but at the same time you know it's and and i see what you're saying and and i'm kind of with you on it as well because i'm thinking right you we're, we're not stupid people we know yeah as like, you said to me you're like why are you doing that like you know what to eat you well, know what's i wasn't gonna go there no but, but at the you same did time, yeah yeah when we were talking that time and i can't remember you you we were voice knowing each other and you had said i've, like, I've, I've got to log my food yeah and, and you're i was like, like what are you doing yeah and you dad had only passed like six weeks before yeah. and I was like least what are you doing mate <laughs> you like you know what to eat yeah but, like you don't but need I've to become because obsessed you were paying someone yeah, yeah. to tell you what to eat weren't yeah. you and I was what like cal- well, like, yeah my calorie breakdown yeah and, and I'm like and then I get obsessed and I get sad and I'm like I can't eat that donut because I've had hmm. my and that's where I can't like rationalise it I can't think even though I've had nearly 2,000 calories one donut isn't gonna harm me yeah I then go into well, I can't have that donut like, and I can't, or I can't have something for lunch because I want to have a donut later. You know what I mean? And it's. Because that makes me really I think sad. It's to, yeah, the yeah. Degree, yeah. Like, I get to the point where I was at my leanest. Like, I went through a stage where I was, I think I was like 16% body fat, but I was so unhappy. Right. I wasn't going out for dinners. I wasn't right. socializing with people. Because, but in my head, I was like, oh, but I want to stay this thin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it was having a negative effect. Yeah, like yeah, but if I look at all the times when I've been my leanest, because believe it or not, I have been pretty lean <laughs> in the past. Like I was under twelve stone when I was when I was really into running and I was doing a sub one thirty half marathon, s- super lean, and. I look back now and think, God, man, my head was screwed though. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the points where, like, when I did the Ironman, you know, I was I've just over twelve stone then, you so know, and now this... I'm fourteen stone. So is this about motivation then? <clears throat> well, it's, it's about what's the reason why you're doing what you're doing. Well, the thing is, for me, I want I've got so much stuff I've got to do, big hairy ass goals in my life for things I want to do. I've got to stay healthy because all the stuff I want to do, I've got to live till I'm about 85. So my goal is to stay healthy enough and that's healthy knees, hips, all the stuff that goes wrong as you get older, heart, lungs, all of that sort of stuff. I need to stay healthy enough. You know, I might get hit by a bus, but we can't, you know, can't odd that odds that, that I get old. And so that's my motivation is don't be fat, don't be too thin, be happy, go out for dinner with your wife, eat a donut with the kids, go on all the rides at Portland's Park, treat yourself to a McDonald's on the way out. It's all moderation, isn't it? And that's, for me, yeah. finding that balance of happiness. Yeah. Don't eat to the point you feel sick at night. <laughs> Why would you do that? And then get sad because you've done it. And yeah, then be like, it's a, a vicious a circle, night, isn't it? Like, you don't need to eat a packet of yeah. biscuits. Have a cup of tea with a, with a honey yeah. in it. And that, and eat your dinners a bit slower. And that is enough <laughs> to feel fulfilled. Simple yeah. as that, drop the mic, done. Done.
I mean, I've had stages where That's I've like eaten when I've been dieting or counting calories and stuff. I used to put Harry bow in my mouth, chew it to get the taste of a sweet, and then spit it oh out. Oh my days! I mean, that is that's which not, is insane. Like, I look at now, it? and I'm like, you at least that that is there, there's there's some issues yeah, going on there. If you know, you're doing that. but that's all, that was all around the time of like trying to be lean and trying but, to be. But you are. I mean, there are there's people that would have seen you, there, the listeners, who would die for your body. Isn't <laughs> you, you are very lean, like. Yeah, you're very slim naturally. and, I, and but, yeah, I've but, sort of known you on and off for you know I don't know how many years now but you've always so unless you, you've suddenly changed but I don't think you have no but, but it's just that but, mental kind of I think I may well no cause, I mean it affects everyone doesn't it like it's not just to say it's just a female thing that you always need to be eating less calories or you know not eating to fuel your body but you know it affects men as well doesn't it like you know it's it's one of those things like we just got to get our heads around the fact but I that do you, the can... th- you know making it about me again it's always about me it's always about me it's always about you um, but I do that you know I, I, I can have this conversation now and in my head I'm thinking right I'm gonna this is the kick I need to kick up the ass I need to get back get, get back on it and to um, and I'm not talking about cat and calories and things like that in fact you gave me a good quote the other day and it was someone like what do you tell you what do you do if your dog's overweight yeah, feed it less and walk it more. That's it. But weird people go, right, I need an ab trainer, I need a new <laughs> diet book, I need yeah. a thigh thing. I need thing. to count my <laughs> macros, I need to know yeah. what calories... That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, sure, but, but I, I need to do go back to doing those things and yeah. not eating late at night. And, yeah. But then, then I get, and then I trip up and I'll eat late at night. But, 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 but that day's okay. But then I look in the saying, mirror and you look in the mirror and you look at your, like my belly and all that. And I'm going, oh my. Yeah, but but right. So this is this is what we this is it. This is the crux of what we got to do. Because to the left of you, there's ten people who would die to look like you, and you're looking to the right at all the people thinking I want to look like that. And this is what we got to remember, isn't it? You that you to someone else, someone's going, I'd die to look like that. Bloke, and you're looking in the mirror, going, "Go, I've got a bit of a belly." You haven't. I, I, you fucking <laughs> come on. This is what I mean. Yeah, it's all in our heads. And I tell you what, the day that your kids bury you, they're not going to go. You know, if you had abs all your life, they're not going to go. Well, first thing I want to say about dad is he always had a decent set of abs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'd like someone to stand up at my funeral and say, "When she was in there, like late thirties, she had sixteen percent body fat." Yeah, yeah. He, he never ate anything, and he was always in he the gym. I didn't even yeah. see him, but geez, did he have a good set of abs <laughs> no one cares it's like when yeah. me and you Lisa, we've been talking about like your deadlift PB yeah. no one said oh god yeah it was so sad that we lost you know <laughs> I didn't think of a name of someone we don't know Isambard Isambard <laughs> So sad we lost this and bad, but I tell you what, we could deadlift 350 kg. No one gives a shit, do they? No one cares. No, it's about how you make them feel, yeah. how you live your it's life. Someone saying that so, a quote on Instagram the other day: "What is success? Success is your kids grow up and they want to hang out with you. It's true, isn't it? You don't turn into an asshole. You got some friends. <laughs> you got your kids think you're all right. If that's what you need, no one needs to be f- super thin or strong. Just be cool, man. Eat the Haribo. Eat the Haribo." But, but don't eat too much because you'll die early at heart disease yeah so I think it's that I think at least you think it's that dog thing though isn't it it's just just walk a bit more and eat a bit less yeah yeah eat the same meal every day I get excited about it apply the same logic 
Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, my dogs don't off get excited when it's dinner time. <laughs> and you think, 13 years, pal, you've been eating the same thing every <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah. How so are you still excited? But again, isn't that what we, you know, and I, and I know we want different flavours and different foods, but food kind of should be a bit boring. It should be the, well, I know what my calories are, so I eat porridge for breakfast. Yeah. I have a, you know, egg sandwich for lunch and I have my dinner and that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's what they did, you know, when before obesity was even a thing back in the 50s, that's what happened, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, people right. got... What, his mum? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> his dad's other half. His mum. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, don't believe in that, mate. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That's yeah. Like yeah. This, absolutely. This yeah. yeah. Sardines on taste. My dad used to have that. It stinks. Oh, the wow. worst one of that is white kippers. I bet you like white bait. I've had white bait. It's like actual fish. Yeah, yeah. Like little fish. Is that ones that got the heads in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eyes a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've had white oh, bait. I'm sure they're delicious. Yeah, my gran used to eat them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. It's rough. But you're anyway. right. You are right, though. But I think our brains and our, our stomachs are definitely linked. Our mental health and our uh, our eating patterns and behaviours are, are so linked. There's a lot to unpack there. But, you know, I, th I think the genuine thing is, for all the people out there, you know, there is a link between mental health and food. You're right, Harv. But if you look look to your left and look to your right, there's people that would die, whatever body shape you are, whatever you can lift, run, da-da-da, yeah. there's someone out there who would die to have your body. And you're looking to the right thinking, I'd love to have their body. Do you know what I mean? I reckon when we have a gym, we've got to have that written on the wall. Yeah. Animals, yeah. And we Uh, yeah, but I, and what really pisses me off, and it's about myself, is that I know these things, and I even preach them, and I even quote them to people, like you know the the, the people who matter. What's the phrase? People who those matter, matter most don't, don't mind. mind, and those the who people mind, mind, don't don't matter. Yeah, they, those kind of things. Yeah, like my family, my wife and kids. I know that they love me, and it doesn't really matter what I look like or, or no. anything. But yeah, I still beat myself up because I don't. I guess I don't love myself. Yeah, but it's true, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we all look at ourselves and, you know, like Lisa, you're, you're a f over 40-year-old lady who there is women out there that would die to look like you. And you're like, yeah, I'm not lean enough. Do you know what I mean? I mean, how could we have a podge? Yeah, like it's ridiculous. And you haven't got a podge. Ridiculous. That's but anyway, ridiculous. there we go. So there you go. What do you think? I think uh, that is a very, very important subject that we'll yeah. we will be revisiting at some well, I think time, next sure. episode we should talk about it so try not to eat late try to you know yeah and, and i think monitoring weight is is a good thing you know for me for to just step on the scales rather than being it's like don't look at your bank account you know you've got to look at your bank even if it's in a tatty situation you've got to yeah. look at it and go oh, it's a bit worse <laughs> you than don't I thought look, you don't and know do yeah you? exactly yeah. and it's the same with I don't see there's any harm in weighing in once a week and thinking oh I've gained a couple of pounds or I've lost a couple of pounds yeah or, it's just when you do it every day yeah, or yeah. like you know yeah, like my mum 72 she has weighed ev every single day for Lesser. 50 years 50 years 
And then she'll say, I knew I shouldn't have had that bit of toast last <laughs> night because I gained a pound. And you're like, and you're it like, doesn't quite work like that. No, but, but that's the way she is. Yeah. Paid mm. a lifetime membership to Slim and World and never been happy. But you think how much Slim and World have made. It's like it's a friend, you know, is out there to make money. But anyway. That's another story. Good job she don't <laughs> listen to this. Anyway, let's go for rant. Huff, where are you? Oh, yeah, I've got rant. Um... Because it's an activity we did this weekend. We do it normally around this time of year, every year, and it's called getting the kids' school shoes. Ooh! In fact, it's a bit. It's an extension on that. It's shoe shopping for children in general. So it wasn't just school shoes. It was also football boots and trainers. Now, you guys know I love football. Played a lot of football. Buying my kids football boots should be for me a really really yeah. good thing that I really want to do and make and it's special but fuck me does the, does the world just conspire <laughs> to make that not the case I mean first of all and I, I can't name I won't name the shop but I mean if you took one of their novelty mugs and spilled it you'd need sandbags it's owned by that that geezer. Yeah, yeah, that anyway. geezer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, so we, we were there for the football boots and the trainers. They, I don't know what qualifications you have to have to work there. None. <laughs> People's skills are not high on the list. Uh, so you're, first you're all, an inconvenience yeah, to them. Yeah. First of all, you have to find somebody yeah. that works there. And then you have to inconvenience them by asking them if they've got the shoe or the boot in the size that you want. Chances are they probably haven't. Or they suggest you rummage because there's lots of boxes stacked up that other people have already rummaged in and half of them don't contain the shoes that they say on the box. Yeah, I'm not normally a violent man. Yeah. How old are you? How unqualified are you? Did I, did I tell you about my generator story? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so they do that. So that's the, that's the first element to it. And then you've got the issue where they, they know lots of people are coming in and there were lots of people in going and buying shoes. So let's have the minimal amount of sitting areas available what we can do. So you have to fight with strangers about where you sit or you're squidging up on the same seat. It's winding me up. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's winding, I haven't even got kids, but I'm reliving it again. I'm reliving it again. So you go, you go through that. Oh, by the way, the, the mirrors have gone as well. They don't seem to do that anymore so you can't look at your feet in that really cool angle you used to do when you were a kid like, yeah, the only you need where to you, see yeah, the side yeah, 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 the that's side what your phone's for now so you eventually you've woken the guy up that works there he's, he's been kind enough to go and do his fucking job he's got your shoes he's got your kid's size shoes who have grown your kids have grown another size in a week by the way Josh especially well, they're waiting for the to shoes to go weekly grown of his feet they find the ones you want and they bring them out to you and go right we'll try them on and now because of theft They've basically cable tied the two together. <laughs> so you go, right, get your feet in there, son. Stand up. Can you waddle like a penguin? It's ridi- ridiculous. They've cable tied them together. Well, it's not cable. It's like the, the security tag yeah. stuff. Yeah. So they're, they're, like, they're like really close together. Two separate shoes. No, no. no. Even in Primark, you don't get that. Well, it's because it's because the people that were there don't care whether you nick it or not. <laughs> so they're not going to stand there whilst you try them on. They're and then off, run out of the shop. Yeah, they're off pulling a bong out of the back already. <laughs> yeah. So then, so then it's that happens. Change. Yeah. Yeah. Do and eventually, remember, do you the clerks take the ticket. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And I think the clerks' experience is still relatively good, but the the other shop. Yeah. You, have to, you have to book an appointment at clerks. Yeah. The clerks, you ain't spending twenty five no, quid. No. You're paying seven hundred. But you still, even even in this case, you know. You get, but you, I mean, football, cheap though, are football boots aren't cheap, and you aren't getting, you're not getting football boots in Clarks anyway. So, and and your kids, kids know what they want, or they wander towards Sondico and they go, go, no, don't buy that shit. Like 
you'll be buying that again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So they find the boots, you get there in the end anyway, and you go for all that, you get to the till. And you're just done. And then you go out the door and the alarm goes off. And around and goes, oh, they need trainers. And then you just throw it all up in the air and storm off to the car. That's a rant. I hate, I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. When I, when I, this when is I, on your day off, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you've got on the yeah. time you can... You don't have a run. He's only 28. <laughs> Sound older. Um, <laughs> you look a bit older as well. <laughs> he had a real tough paper round in Norfolk, just dead flat. <laughs> cool, yeah, it's got the easiest place to have a paper round, isn't it? <laughs> that well, Amsterdam's easier, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> um, so, uh, Teenager, yeah. Was yeah, yeah. Well, we, there was one in Gillingham High Street that I used to go to as a kid. Everything else, like yeah, it's kind of you know vast profit. Yeah. And well, custom, that's, customer that's, service that's, is that's dead. Fu- yeah. Let me get the fuzzy end of the lollipop. Yeah. Goes... Well, it's like they open shoe zone. Do you remember that? It's oh, just like, yeah, like terrible, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah sorry, that's, sorry, that was a... No, but you're right, PD. You know, it used to be an experience and a positive one, and now it's certainly not. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Lee, so well, I wanted it. Sorry, no, no, like, carry God, on. I wanted that as a, as a dad, like thinking about my kids. I wanted that. So I wanted like my my son and my daughter buying them football boots, and like me loving football. And I used to love football. I used to spend my evenings drawing football boots. How sad is that? But I used to love, and I wanted that to be a really positive, like kind of experience. But in the end, you just. Yeah. Maybe as they get older, it will. When they just need one pair a year, do you mean their feet stop growing? Oh, they just want help. the Adidas Predators, you know. Predators? And now, now, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Is that the last, last time I bought booze? I remember when they came out there, they were like the Predators. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Patrick for me. All yeah, I don't even think they do them anymore. Wow, uh, maybe they should bring them back. No. I reckon Sondico's where it's at. Yeah. Oh, that must be Beckham must be wearing Sondico's. I think it's very much owned by Sports Direct, aren't they? So. There's a lot Other of things. Other sports shops are available yeah, to go for a bath. Well, fuck up. You, spend, you spend all that time. <laughs> what's, that ge- what's that geezer's Mike name? Ashley. There you go. If you're listening, Mike Ashley. Well, he owns, he owns um, Pinnacle Bikes as well. Yeah. Mm, owns a lot. I think he does all right. Mike Ashley, you want to give us anything free? Yeah. <laughs> a mug? No, I don't want those fucking mugs. They're terrible, aren't they? I used to work with a girl who used to have one of them mugs. 
and she used to go to the I think I told you guys about this she used to go to the coffee machine that did hot chocolate have two hot chocolates in that and then literally neck it do you remember me telling you no. she used to just sit there and a girl I used to work with called Lisa she used to do the impression of this woman drinking it and go and she's like necking and then she'd go oh my god I feel sick and I like, don't feel I didn't think anybody actually drank out no yeah, but you've got pens pen, pen yeah. yeah no she drank two, two, two whole hot chocolates and then would moan she felt sick no shit she just had about 600 calories in one cup anyway go for it Lisa oh, I don't know if I can follow that um, my rant is more of a maybe a moan than a okay. rant but um, last week my sister unfortunately oh Christ I know this story she, she was visiting for a few days lovely to see them lovely to have the kids um, and her car broke down on the way home it broke down slightly before that but what we, car is it? it's a Ford C-Max so yeah what age? Oh, I don't know. Someone else asked me that the other Mileage? day, but I don't know. MOT? Colour? <laughs> uh, yellow. Okay, yellow. <laughs> well, gold, you know, oh, like a sort of gold. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gold I was going to say yellow. Wow. <laughs> I've never seen a yellow C-Max. <laughs> a gold C-Max. Anyway, it went into limp mode. Um, she pulled over, managed to pull over to lay-by, called her car insurance with her recovery, and the man turns up. In an orange van? Not in an orange van. In a yellow van? Uh, he, oh, hang on. Was it gold? You sure he was legit? What colour? They are orange, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. The, there's one that's yellow. There's two layers. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. one that's so orange. There's three, three layers. Orange, three layers. <laughs> other recovery firms are available. Yeah. Green flag. Um, that's the only other yeah. one. <laughs> so, yeah, he turns up. He goes, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to help you. I'm going to be able to fix this, my love. <laughs> one, to be the fan yeah. Up, darling. <laughs> She's like, I'm not asking you to fix it. But he goes, my shift ends in 20 minutes and I'm already 25 minutes from home. She's like, well, that's not really my problem, but you that's know, bad, isn't it? Customer service is dead. Exactly. Well, that you know, the customer service gets worse. So he goes, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll follow you to Solstice Park, which is a you know sort of service station place, not far from where we are. Other services are available. Um, we'll it's quite a good one. It's quite a good one. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do <laughs> Brazilian jiu-jitsu, it's a good yeah. services to go to. Yeah, yeah. I was a bit like that. So I'll do a CrossFit <laughs> class while you wait. Um, so we'll get you there, and we'll take another look. So we get they, they get her there. She's got two kids in the car. Did you say you can either fix it or not? Yeah. A second look. She's like, I'm not really that fast. I want you to get me home because that's what I pay for. Um, (laughs) So we get. She gets there. He goes. No, I'm not going to be able to fix this. It's not showing any faults on the diagnostics. You're going to have to get recovered. She's like, right, okay, well, that's what I yeah, well, sort of said, your you know. Yeah, that's so that's fine. S- sort that out then. So he goes, well, I'll tell you what will be easier. If you, get rid of, if you get rid of your kids, if you can get someone to pick your kids up. Did I'll, he say it in that way? Well, he said, if you can get someone to pick your kids up. That's um, a bit better than get rid of yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get someone to pick your kids up, you'll get recovered quicker because you won't need a sort of low loader. You can go on the tow truck. There'll only be you in it. You won't need two lots of seats for the kids as well. So, so did I mention it's my shift over now? So. Yeah. So, to just clarify, your sister, I'm assuming, is, you know, uh, in her 40s. Yeah. And she's got two kids under the age of 10. Uh, two under the age of five. Two under Ooh. the age of yeah. five. Yeah, so five and three. And there's, she's alone in the car yeah. other than the two kids. 
ladies with small children. You'd think so. I know we shouldn't genderise, but no, no, do you know no, what I mean? No, that's no, not no, a that's, 25 no. stone geezer no, on his own. No. 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 So, yeah, no, so. No, it's completely right to me. It's not the same. <laughs> I'm, I'm making an assumption <laughs> that she goes up the list because she's got two kids under five and she's on her own. You'd think so. So, she, that's what she was sort of saying, you know, like, you think if I had the kids with me, they probably would recover me quicker because I can't leave. I think hard drawing football boots. No, listen, I'm listening to you. leave two kids. So, anyway, so she brings me up. Scoobs, can you come and pick the kids up? Take Pardon? them home. Scoobs. Sco- um, I might have Scoobs to the kids. Long story. Scoobs, can you can pick you the kids do up? Do an impression? Auntie Scoobs. Scoobs. You have told me that before. Yeah. Scoobs. So my sister calls me Scoobs. The kids what? call me Auntie Scoobs. Um, it started from Luby Lou. Luby Lou went to Lubes, which then went to Scoobs somehow as nicknames do when you're kids and growing up. Scoobs is better than Lubes. Well, this is my point, yeah. Um, so anyway, she's like, Scoobs, can you pick the kids up? Go and get the kids. Literally, so she's like, they're going to come and get me. At the moment, it says between four and six. Brilliant. I'll well, take the kids. On, what time is it now? So it was about half three. Right. So I was like, that's fine. I'll take the kids home to Oxford, get them their tea. I'll see you there about six 6.30. So I was thinking, that's brilliant. Off I go. As soon as I get in the car, Molly goes, right, excuse, I think I need a wee. We've literally just left, so well, that, pull over. That's freaking standard. Pull over, they get the potty out, have a wee. On somewhere as well. The whole way home, she's like, I'm going to be sick. Keep pulling over. Anyway, that's another story. Bless them. They were doing well. So anyway, I get home, get the kids sorted. She goes, I ring her. She goes, I haven't heard anything. They put their time up now till six till eight, but I haven't heard, no one's rang me back. No one's done anything. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, I don't want to, you know, use my phone too much. I'll let you know if there's an update. Anyway, it gets to about eight o'clock. I've like, I've got to come back soon because I haven't brought any stuff with me. Where, where's husband? Is he? Not he's at in home? Japan. Oh. You oh, know, so <laughs> he's enough. at work. He's working away. <laughs> <laughs> so one of her friends comes over to take over from me. I ring her. She's like, they're now saying between ten and twelve. And so I she's like, on her. She's own. on her own. It's like, Solstice come Park. On, man. You know, like, shame on you, RAC. Uh, yeah. Almost. Exactly. Yeah, to make it harder. No, and I'm not saying if you said like, you were pregnant, you'd go up even more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's terrible. So then, and, and at the same time, she said to the guy, can I go back with my sister now? I can go back. And he said, no, you can't leave the car because you need to be with it when the recovery truck arrives. So she's like, okay, that's fine. I'll take that, you know. So anyway, it gets to nearly 10.30. Well, about 10 o'clock. I've gone back down the 303, pulled up at Solstice Park. She's still there in the car, really upset at this point. No one's called her back. She doesn't know what's going on. The truck time is between 10 and midnight. She's like, I can't, I need to get home. And they still, no one rings her back. And in the end, they got her a taxi at 11, well, about 20 to 11, the taxi arrives and they go, it's all right, you can leave the keys at the Holiday Inn. So she's like, why couldn't I have done that in the first place? You've left me here for six hours. Should have been better burning that on car. On my own. And they still haven't got it back to her. A week later, they managed to get no one to tow that car back to them. And it's still broken. It's still broken. It was fixed. They've had to hire another car for the week. Wow. And yeah, they just left her That's for six very, hours. That's very, very poor from me. Yeah. again yeah, it's yeah, just customer it's service. Right. You know, she, right. they go, we'll ring you back within an hour. No one rings back. She rings back, gets put on hold. Someone will ring you back within an hour, you know, and just no one does. And she was beside herself. Is it less her. service as well because you get it through the insurance? Well, that's what I said to so, her. Like, if you were a direct customer. Yeah. But, but then someone at work said their son was stuck in Scotland. He took five days to get his car back. He had to make his own way home. He had to pay for a flight to get home. They were like, we can't recover you. Because you're too... Um, 
two feet. Too, well, he, he said like you know, there's there's about away. ten trucks covering the whole of the southwest. So that's not my problem. No, like I pay for a service. So yeah. So that's my rant. Why do we pay for cover that, you know, I pay for it because I think if I break down on the motorway and I'm on my own, these guys are going to come out and help me out and take me to my destination or take me to a garage. saving your money and just... Paying someone to come and do it. And then just say, my car's broken down, can you come and get it? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, dreadful service. That is crazy. No, I'm not going to rant today. I'm not going to rant. I've talked enough, so I'm going to save that. Are you sure? Yeah, Yeah. because uh, the thing I was going to rant about is still ongoing and I, I can't... You can't prejudice the outcome of a rant by ranting about it. Yeah, I'm, I was with HR for half an hour today. Good. I'll let you know the outcome Ooh. of that. But there was a bit of a rant to do with stuff. So anyway, let's Did you tell on. a joke that HR were really interested in? <laughs> you never had that? No, what do oh, you mean? Just a really good, if you tell a good joke at work, HR always want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, I've got a decent joke, but I can't tell it now. But HR would definitely be interested in it. <laughs> no, so let's not rant. I'm not going to rant today, but they are some decent rants. Uh, we must be like four hours in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's wrap things up. So what's the message? from today's <laughs> podcast the message well what is the message the message is to i guess to consider your eating from the eating point of view mm. just maybe have a think about it but um and to not beat yourself up i think that's what we're saying yeah and i suppose i think that it could be aligned to a little bit of an addiction in a way that you get the same you know when i've been on a booze right on it I think I think we're going to need a, a part two for this subject. We're going to have to get some uh, other opinion and advice and test some things out and see how we go. Well, let's let those people um, help us out. Yeah, get us get on the uh, question. Send us some stuff in. Question. Let, let us know your if thoughts. If you got a question, if you've got a question, anyway, let's uh, wrap this up. Lise, anything from you? Uh, what on eating? Yeah, um, I think like maybe just being mindful of triggers and stuff. If you are emotionally eating, yeah. is there a link between something that sets you off, or you know, is there something else you can do other than eat to kind of, you know, <laughs> deal with that trigger? <laughs> Go for a run, maybe. Half and I both did a hand me. Honestly, this is what I have to put up with. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how how much we think alike. Just spend so much time together. Um, I'm intrigued, Dave, because, Lise, you normally sing us out well, oh. based on the subject. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that's easy. Oh, oh, is it? Don't you remember the fast food rockers? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I was going to sing. What was the fast food? Was that the... McDonald's, McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken and Pizza Hut. No, I was actually going to sing, If I knew you were coming, I'd have baked a cake. Baked a cake. Baked a cake. If I knew you were coming, I'd have baked a cake. How'd you do? How'd you do? I bet you don't know any more words than that. Oh, something about all the land. and all the land. Paint us out. Paint us out. Keep singing, Liz. We'll be here all night. 